Konnichiwa. Welcome to the Jandals in Japan podcast. Kia ora, Catherine. Merry Christmas. Oh, as they say here in hi. Japan. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good accent there, Jane. Merry Christmas. Yes,、mm. Merry Christmas indeed. Yes. So, and what's happening for Christmas at your place this year? Well, I'm heading back to Kiwi Land, and I will be having. I guess we usually we usually go between one of my brother's places alternate. I think it's my youngest brother this year,、uh, and normally it's a BYO. We bring some portion of the meal, right? And I'm normally, I used to do the dessert, but I just don't like waiting till the end now to do get up and do the dessert. So I try and do the front end. Right. Like I've got these really、the、yummy、snacks. crackers and things that I can make. So I'm going to do the snacky part.、Okay. Yeah. Well, I've already opted for that. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first before it goes out on the family <laughs> WhatsApp group. Yeah, so that's what I'm up to. How about you? You're staying in Japan. I'll be here. Yes, I won't be going home. We will be having our usual Nakata family Christmas in Japan, which involves my children organizing all of the decorations、oh, and me ordering a giant tray of sushi, which、Ooh. is everyone's favorite food, and. We have it with some bubbles for,、oh, good. yeah, for the adults, and some non-alcoholic bubbles for the children, and、Lovely. that's our Christmas is、um, everyone's favorite food, sushi, rather than me trying to、mm-hmm. roast a chicken in a Japanese oven, which doesn't work. And I found that trying to recreate a New Zealand Christmas in Japan is always a disaster. So、oh. I've given that up a while ago, and now we just do our Japanese New Zealand version, and everybody's happy. Actually, sounds good to that's me. All they know, right? And so, that's all you want, really. You want happiness. That's what it's about. It's not about stressing it, out. And、yes. sushi sounds like ideal,、oh. ideal food. Yeah, yeah, it's great actually. And the little man delivers it on a bike. <laughs> a little <laughs> man delivers it. it on his bike. I can just、yeah. actually imagine that. I can picture that.、Yeah. How、and、lovely! We also have New Year to deal with. So if you're a Japanese New Zealand family, then you have double the、uh, events throughout the year that you have to deal with. New, New Year is a big event here in New- Japan as well. So we will be doing neither of them particularly well, but we will be celebrate- celebrating both with even more food a week later. So we have to kind of. Yeah, manage how we're going to deal with these two big events and within a week of each other, right?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's quite. What do you do New Year's Eve? Do you do something? Do you watch the Kohaku, the red and white singing tournament thing on Japanese TV,、mm-hmm. which everyone seems to watch, or do you just do other things? Well, my children are now sort of old enough to stay awake a little bit. We used to just put them in bed and just not tell them it was New Year's Eve, <laughs> and my husband would stay up and watch people fighting each other, some kind of fighting thing that happens、oh, on New Year's Eve. Okay.、Um, or the other comedy we record the comedy one where oh, there's a comedy one. Yes. Do like twenty four hours, I... and you're not allowed to laugh.、Oh, Can't laugh、oh. if you laugh, then you literally get smacked on the bum, like with this big. Stick thing,、oh, and so they,、yeah. but they do all these things to try and make you laugh, make these com- people laugh, right? And they do it every year, and they're not doing it anymore. Thank goodness, because yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's not hit people. Its, let's not hit past, people. <laughs> past its time,、um, but it's quite funny when they try to make them laugh, and then they can't laugh at these things. Yeah, actually, quite funny. Well, I can't、um, believe we're at the end of the year, honestly. I know, right? What a year! It's flown by. And Great you know、happened. that we launched this podcast in、mm. March. And、right. Yes. Two episodes a month. Is that right? Yes. Jane, about two、yeah? episodes a month. 
and we've been and a couple of lives and special mm. ones that we've put out as well but it's been really fantastic we've had so many super super supporters like we have to say new zealand embassy nzte our friends there have just been brilliant at suggesting people um, perhaps they're wondering about us at the beginning and then they yeah. started sending us people jnzbc yes ian kennedy and sarah, sarah mclaughlin thank you oh so much uh, new zealand story nz story us under their wing david downs thank you for coming on and also for the people that you've allowed in your team to introduce us to thank you so much goodness me yeah, so it's it's been one heck of a year, and I think next year is going to be even more amazing for Jandal. So yeah, stay tuned for what's coming next. But we thought we'd give you a little Christmas present, an uh, audio form, obviously, uh, to <laughs> <laughs> round out the year. And we have this a really sweet episode coming up this week with yeah. Jaden Toa Maxwell. And you might be like, who the hell is that? And if you are, <laughs> you'll be like we were when we first met Jaden uh, at the New Zealand Embassy event for uh, people who have been involved with the social media campaign with the embassy. And we met him there and um, found it was out. priceless, wasn't it? It was priceless. We found out that he is a, like a mega celebrity in Japan. <laughs> Yeah, and he's a mega celebrity because he was on the Japan uh, Bachelorette TV show last year. Yeah, Japan Bachelorette 2. Have you two. ever tried to say Bachelorette in Japanese? It's such a mouthful. Bachelorette, Bachelorette. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Season 2, indeed Season it two. was. Yes. Um, first, was he first non-Japanese non male? male. So there's, and yeah. proudly representing uh, New Zealand in his way of approach and it's just a super super episode that we have coming up where he tells us a little bit about how he got into that his um character personality has really driven through there right with his mm. free-flowing but also his um dedication to people and his determination that he he does through his sport uh, he plays rugby in japan uh, for a team he's he's graduated from uh, university in japan as well uh, and you know we think he's an all-rounder um great guy i'm we're sure that you'll love listening to this and we hope that you have a really great christmas and enjoy all that we've got from Jaden as he speaks today yeah so let's hear it from the lovely Jaden. kia ora Jaden. welcome to gentles in japan great to have you on the show today yeah thank you kia ora konnichiwa good morning yeah it's, yeah, well, it's a pleasure you. to be here thank you <laughs> awesome well let's get started with our warm-up question for today so let's imagine it's very late. You've been out on the town in Tokyo and you have the munchies. So where do you head to? What do you buy to eat? Oh, good question. That's Jay. a very good question. Wow. Oh, it just depends. You know, if I've had a bit too much of probably head to a head to a McDonald's. Mm -hmm. I love McDonald's here in Japan. They've got so much variety over here. But um, probably the go-to is a is a is a good, nice, juicy ramen, mm. ramen over here in Japan. It's a bit heavy, but nothing can beat a ramen after after a good night with your friends and before you head home. Probably not not too good on the stomach, but <laughs> might regret. We deal with tomorrow. that another day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it a shoyu miso? I'm a miso. I'm a miso. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Lots of extra chashu, extra chashu, yeah, put extra meat in there. So, yeah. 
oh, interesting classic. that you head to the Mecca as if it's been a really big night. Like the the old <laughs> old habits die hard. I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. Love and, of Mecca's though. And the Mecca's here is is really nice. Too, it's good it? variety, crazy. And not KFC. Nah, no. Nah. Uh, nothing wrong with KFC, but uh, <laughs> can hardly find them anyway around yeah, Tokyo, right? Yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's a bit of a battle. No potato yeah. gravy over here either, so it doesn't help. <laughs> uh, right. Good point. How about you, Catherine? What, where Ooh. would you head if you've had a big night and you've got the munchies? I'd head home and find out whatever I've got in the kitchen. But if I go <laughs> back to my early days back in Christchurch, I would go to the Suvalaki place. Oh, Suvalaki. Yeah, the, there was, yeah. was a Greek Suvalaki in Cathedral Square. And I would go there with friends and we'd all just get our usual order and just scoff that down. At least we felt there was some vegetable content, so it didn't feel so bad. That's what I used to do. Well, when I was younger in the younger days and I used to go out on the town here in Japan, we would hit Mr. Donuts. That's all there was. That's all there was. That was open at that time of night. And (laughs) you'd go in and we'd get like three or four donuts and we'd eat the lot and then we'd go, did that just happen? Like, because it's just mostly like um, sugar and air. I can recommend Mr. Donuts as not the place to go. It's not. Okay. The it's okay. not no, it's not. Like, find a McDonald's or a 7 Eleven, anything. But that was literally all there was to choose from here in uh, Fukushima, where I live. All wow. Right. <laughs> Look at that. We, it's obviously carb central, isn't it, for all yeah. of us, right? That's yeah, what yeah, you yeah. sort of crave after a bit of a night out. Well, so super to have you here, Jaden. We've just been waiting for you to come on the show and. Uh, so glad to have you here. And we're going to put your full bio into the show notes. But you were fantastically famous and still are in 2021 <laughs> when you became one of the first chaps from uh, outside of Japan to be uh, on the Bachelorette TV show. Uh, and we met you at the New Zealand Embassy and our friend Jess introduced us and we just knew you you would be fantastic to come on the show. So as I said, we'll put your bio in the show notes later. But could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to Japan? And then we'll go into the show a bit later after that. I grew up in uh, Hamilton, H-Town. I was born in Palmerston North, though, but I uh, moved to Hamilton at a young age with my mum and my dad and my brother. And then uh, high school, I actually went to a high school in Auckland called Dilworth. That school was a big part of my upbringing. Uh, it's a school that... Uh, give scholarships to underprivileged kids, kids from, you know, struggling circumstances. It's Everything's paid for from your, mm-hmm. your schooling, your sporting, your living, your boarding. So that school uh, really helped take a burden off uh, my mother at the time, took me away from home and put me in like a, a stable environment. So mm-hmm. that uh, schooling at Dilworth was a big part of my life mm-hmm. there. Uh, once I finished school, then I got a scholarship to come to Japan to attend university and play sport so after school I didn't really have much plans you know I was my original plan was to go over to Australia and hopefully find some work but things seemed to take a different path and I got a scholarship to come over to to Japan so I thought you know mm-hmm. why not just give it a go mm-hmm. came over to Japan and I've been here eight nine years since so wow. it's been a it's been a long journey you know I came over here not much thinking of how it was going to be but I must love it because I've been here. I've been here ever since, so <laughs> haven't gone back home. But yeah, came over here, played rugby at university. That was a crazy, crazy journey from university to playing with the national team, the Japan national sevens team, wow. and then uh, also while trying to balance studies as well. So mm-hmm. full on, but 
you know, it was another great experience and graduated university, played for my current team right now, which is a company team called Yokogawa, played here for the last four years. And just last year, yeah, like you guys said, I <laughs> went on a, went a and chance, done a big, right? big 180 and went from a rugby player to being on TV. So <laughs> decided to uh, take the opportunity to be on the Bachelor at Japan and how things have changed since then. Wow, wow, wow. You're a sense of adventure, I think, sort of leaving your home and everything you've ever known, right, in New Zealand just to come to Japan. And I'm guessing Japan wasn't really on your radar when you took that scholarship but you learn any japanese or thought yeah no. go there no nothing nothing i had previously come on like a school trip at my intermediate school days when i was about 11 <laughs> 11 but that was more just for like you know an exchange program just come here just pretty much just go sightseeing <laughs> so it wasn't really to immerse in the culture or the language so that was like an initial insight into the culture but my initial was just like you know i just heard japan scholarship sports rugby i thought i was just going to come over and be a big superstar or something like that <laughs> i was thinking like american college kind of stuff like that oh like, how it was, like how a tv was show different. basically yeah yeah, like yeah. yeah. yeah yeah came over got a big reality check and uh oh tell us about the reality check what? yeah well you What's come that? over and it's just well i came over in january which is uh, uh okay like you're in the thick of winter yeah sure are. and you're leaving new zealand which is in the thick of summer Mm-hmm. So I was on the plane, plain shorts and t-shirt oh, and jandals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Literally arrived in your jandals. Yeah, that was oh, my God. first big mm-hmm. rally check. It was like how cold it is mm-hmm. here is ridiculous. I'm a summer guy. Right. That was my first check, and then people that came and picked us up had no word of English, so we were mm-hmm. trying to communicate what's going on, how we going to figure it all out. But that was another barrier that you had to try to come over which was the language that was uh that was crazy and then you're driving through tokyo and it's just massive buildings bright lights so it was a big 360 from what i had just left and that's when the homesickness started kicking in so mm. it's not so easy you can't just jump on a plane and turn back you have to mm. to try fight through it and but you know at the end of the day it's been worth it must have because you know still here so I've loved it ever since. Do you remember when it turned, when you felt more comfortable in Japan? How long did that take? It took a while. I would, yeah. Like my first year, that was a real rough year. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I wanted to go home. Mm-hmm. I was just, you know, I was just over it. It's just, it's a massive different culture. It's like a culture shock. Mm-hmm. Like these guys are real disciplined, real strict in their routine and stuff like that. I'm a real just free flow, go with the flow kind of guy. So that was trying to do everything repetitive every day, every day, get into a, like a real strict cycle was a bit tough for a long time. But mm-hmm. once I started learning the language, everything started getting a bit easier. Mm-hmm. And then, which meant I could start communicating with, with the other guys. You know, when you go out, you don't have to eat McDonald's every day because it's a lot easier to order from McDonald's than <laughs> go into a Yakiniku restaurant or a ramen restaurant. Yeah, right. So, Eventually, gradually over time, once you start, once I start learning the language and understanding the culture over that first year, maybe heading towards the end of my first year, start of my second year, that's when everything gradually started getting easier because, especially because of the language and mm-hmm. understanding the Japanese culture and how the Japanese mm-hmm. people are over time, eventually made it a lot easier. 
Yeah, once you've done one one year, one lap of the the year in Japan, and you've seen all the things that pop up throughout the year. Oh, it's really hot now. Oh, it's really humid now. A lot of people eat this at this time of year. Oh, they do that. And then the next year round, you're like, oh, I know this. I've done this yeah, before, yeah, yeah. right? And then yeah. you can learn a little bit more and go a little bit deeper and go, oh, actually, this is interesting to me now. Or, oh, this food is yummy or whatever. I think it took me a good five years probably to feel, yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm really, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm okay now. But yeah, the first year is rough, really rough sometimes, rough, especially yeah. if you don't have that language ability. But now... When you came here, we didn't have Google Translate, but now there's Google Translate, right? You can walk around with your yeah. phone and like scan things, and and the whole world opens up to you a lot more quickly than it used to do, like when you just first arrived. So yeah, yeah it's really yeah. great to hear that that reminiscence of that time and overcoming those barriers is mm-hmm. what helps you to stay longer. I think. In Japan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, just, you invest uh, that energy and yeah. in getting to know the place. I think we all have that. I know I arrived in November, and it was a few weeks before Christmas, and I was so homesick. Christmas and I thought why didn't I just leave it until after Christmas why did I come then and you know you learn a lot through that pain of overcoming when you really want to do something else and you stay in Japan and I think you've really hit that that it you've got to keep your stamina going and and just go through with it even if you feel like that and I don't know where that strength comes from but you did it right and look what yeah, it's yeah. presented you as a result yeah definitely just I think my school I do with really helped shape that path of you know getting over that homesickness barrier because you know I was in a boarding facility for about 10 weeks or 10 mm. weeks for the whole term mm. so that kind of helped with uh, getting over the homesickness and then they have a strict routine and they have a strict structure because you know you, there's a lot of troubled kids that go to that school so mm. you need to put them in a system where they can mm. start getting used to it so that kind of really helped with my time over here and then just like what what really motivated me was like you know remembering why I was over here and doing what I was doing. Mm. I knew, I knew wanting to go home there was just thinking short term, but I really had to think long term. I really had to think towards like, you know, what's what's the end goal of why am I here? Because yeah, I think when you when you're struggling at that time, you really think short term. Like yeah, I just want to go right. home, yes. and you go home, and then then what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Right. So I think you really have to look at look at the long term goals and. What, why are you there? Really remind yourself why you're there and why you're doing it. And I think that really helped me get over those tough times, you know, just looking into the process and just trying to trust that process and getting through it all. So yeah. that definitely helped. Have your family been and visited you in Japan? Yeah, yeah. My brother's been here a lot, my, a few times and my mum's been here a few times as well. So they love it. They love it over here. My mum comes over. She's been over here two or three times, I think. Mm-hmm. And then my brother, he's come over a couple of times as well. So, and with all three of us, got to hang out over here at one time too. So, right, that was a that was a really good time to have them over here. <laughs> they love yeah. it. Awesome. And you're still playing rugby here, right? So you still yeah, yeah, still playing, still with my team, still playing uh, full time rugby with them. So that's real. And what does really that look it. like? How, what does full time mean for playing um, rugby in Japan? It's it's, it's pretty full on. But uh, with my team, we're a third division, second division team. So most of the Japanese guys work full time. Most of them have their normal nine to five kind of day jobs. And then we train at night, wow. which is pretty much every day apart from Mondays. Mondays are, are a day off. Myself, I'm part time working in full time rugby. So plus part time. Now I'm a TV person. So <laughs> trying <laughs> to balance the three. Yeah. yeah. Trying to balance the three is pretty full on, but, um, 
usually our schedule for training is usually at night and mm. lunchtime. So when we met you at the embassy, you had just come out of, I think, your TV appearance had finished. Yeah, yeah. And you were grappling with the situation of becoming a celebrity in Japan, getting recognized, walking down the street and having people across you. And then you came into the embassy and just introduced us to you. And we were like, so who are you? <laughs> and what is this TV show you're talking about? <laughs> and so... Yeah, tell us a little bit about this transition from just rugby player. When I'm sure you know, even you know, we've heard from rugby players and that that the fans are amazing and and things, but you maybe don't tend to be recognised so much to becoming a recognised face in Tokyo. Yeah, it's, it's it's intense. It's intense. I, you know, getting involved with the the Bachelor journey, the TV show. Uh, I knew once it was going to be released, I knew that you're going to be put in the public eye. I understood that that timing was going to come. I just didn't think it was going to be as intense mm -hmm. as it is. You definitely lose a lot of your privacy, your private life. But, um, you know, I understood that when I got involved in the show. It is pretty intense when you're just, you're just trying to have some food at, at a ramen restaurant or something like that. And, you know, people taking photos of you from afar or coming up to you or waiting outside to take photos with you. But I, I don't dislike it. You know, I love it. You know, that comes with the territory of getting involved. And I kind of have a duty as now being on TV to, you know, these guys support me. So every yeah. these guys, you know, really get behind me. So I have a duty and to, you know, just say thank you because, you know, that's the least that I, I can do because these guys help have put me into the public eye. You know, definitely when I came to the embassy and, Definitely felt like I was in a safe zone because this is like no one knew who I was. And I kind of felt normal again. Kind of felt normal again. So it, it's I'm glad so we nice. helped you feel normal. Yeah, yeah. It definitely brings you back to, you know, just you can just relax now. You can just relax. You don't have to worry about something picking apart your conversation or, or if you Instagram if you every get minute of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. If you get like a tomato sauce stuck on your cheek, you don't have to worry about someone taking a photo of you and then posting it all over or watching you eat and stuff like that. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I definitely felt like, you know, I was in a safe zone and be amongst. On the way up from Shibuya Station, when you got out of the taxi, people yeah, already yeah. saw you immediately and wanted you, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. I think it was like literally like maybe like a couple of or weeks after the final <laughs> episode. So okay. that was definitely one of the most intense periods of, yeah. of it. So. We did Probably offer to bodyguard you on the way yeah, back, yeah. but you, yeah, but you turned that one down. We thought, yeah, we thought that we might be scary enough to keep the fans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'll have to take that offer up another time, another time. Yeah. We'd love to do that. We'd love yeah. to do that. Well, I yeah. would like to just experience what it's like to walk around with Jaden in Tokyo because you know it must be pretty, pretty interesting experience. We'll have to it's do definitely that. calmed down a lot, a lot more. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Definitely helps that uh, you wear masks over here, so True. you kind of you can kind of really cover up, cover True. up your face and stuff like that. So, but um, you know, I like I said before, I have a, I kind of have a duty and. Uh, you know, for these people that, you know, support me. Yeah. You got to calculate that into your travel time, right? I may yeah, yeah, mob when I do X, so I mm. will need an extra 10 minutes or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Good Getting point. used to finding a system, you know, you instead of like you can just see people taking a photo, I just ask them for a photo so you can just take the photo and just... Just get on with it. Just get, get on, on with it. it. Yeah. <laughs> How did it come to be, though, that you got onto the show? 
what's the process there? What did, what happened that brought that about? When I was uh, deciding whether to go on or not, um, I was actually planning on going back home, mm. back home to New Zealand and just finish. I was just, I was real, wanted just wanted to go home and um, hadn't been home for a while during the COVID period. So, mm. and uh, I was just pretty much looking at finishing up with rugby and just heading home. But like I said earlier, you know, that was just the short-term thinking just because I just wanted to go home. Mm. And I didn't really think long-term, as in if I was to give up rugby, what you know, what would I do? You know, I did uh, graduate university with a uh, business management degree, but I had done nothing in terms of getting involved in that type of work area. So um, I kind of just like sat down and like, you know, if I go home, what am I going to do? And then just at that time and moment, lucky enough, I had a friend of a friend who does the casting for TV shows over here. And um, she was just came up to me. She was just like, oh, just fill out this question. Yeah, the survey. There's over like hundreds and hundreds of people that tried to get involved with this show and they only select 17. Mm-hmm. So she was like, you know, why not just, there's no harm in just writing out this survey. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. So I was just like, oh, okay. So I just filled it out. There's a process to it and just decided to, after one process, the next process, the next step, the next step, next minute, I'm one of the 17 that <laughs> was lucky enough to get on the the show. And there was over hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of people, people that want to be on the show or mm. that audition to get onto the show or send in to be on the show. And then you've got people from the show that they ask around scouting kind of. And um, yeah, there's over 500, 600 people apparently that try to get involved and yeah. And they only select 17 and how I was just going with the flow, just like, yeah, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't kind of just, yeah, just seen <laughs> how I was. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to get it, so I was just like, yeah, okay. So what happened when you got it? How? What did you oh, say? I was just like, oh, wow. So what? Because I had never actually seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what you were getting. No, into. so I was like, oh, I've heard the name before because it's, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a global it's a global franchise and it's sure. the most uh, watched and recognized uh, reality TV show in the world. But I hadn't seen the Japanese version. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was just like, oh, better know what I'm getting myself into here. Mm. So I started watching a couple, and I was just like, oh, I don't know if this is me. <laughs> Why did you think that? What was it that made you think uh, that? It's just like real, you have to be real, real out there, mm. kind of, yeah, real cheesy and stuff like it's that. overly sincere. I was a little bit, ah, it's kind of a bit yeah. like. <laughs> I was just like, oh. oh I nuts. can't look, yeah. This is yeah. not me. I'm like, nah. But it's not like itchy, like it, it's kind of no, no, it's, no. It's the, very pure and sort yeah, of yeah, real Japanese version is very, very pure. Very pure, pure, yeah. Like oh, that was to... why I was a little bit. Eh. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So what is like... Bachelorette? Because if there's anyone listening who doesn't know what it is, I'm sure they do. But how would you describe it? Um, so it's pretty much there's just the uh, the Bachelorette is the female version where there's one lady, really successful, uh, yeah, she's lady, amazing woman, isn't she? Very, very. Not only beautiful, but very successful in her work because of how busy she is with her work, how successful she is with work, finds it difficult to find love. So she's one lady trying to search for her future partner 
which is where we come in, is where there's 17 guys that get to meet her and uh, give her a reason to select or pick one of us as her future partner. So there's 17 guys, pretty, pretty much like survival, trying to fight for mm-hmm. this girl's heart. Wow. And you made yeah. it down to the top two, right? Is that right? Yeah, top three, top, top three. Top three. Top three. Yeah. So Ooh. then you, you got yeah, to the, the side at the top three. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. But how cool to go that far. Mm-hmm. You must have been really, you know, you knew you were doing something right, obviously, to come through that far. And was that fun then as you got through further and further did you get more into it and um, feel more of a, a genuineness as well with the way that you went through yeah well like i said before i'm just i'm real just get off the flow just do 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 my thing as long as i'm me doing yeah. me yeah. um you know that was just uh how i took the journey it's just like just be me if she does i don't want to be someone else i don't want to try put myself out there too much because you know that wouldn't that wouldn't be me that'd just be fake so I just, you know, be the real me, just show her, you know, if she if she likes me, she likes me. If she doesn't, she doesn't. You know, it is what it is. But I didn't want to put a fake image out there, try try appeal to her more than what I would usually do. Cause that would just that just wouldn't be me. So but definitely as the journey gets on, it, it does get tougher because your feelings do become real. They do become you do get more deeper and deeper into the feelings of how you feel for her. And the same goes for her. She gets to know you on a more deeper and intimate level. And you definitely feel a greater connection going over time. But you still don't know if you're going to be there or not because, you know, she, she's she got the toughest job no matter how you think about it. She has to pretty much break 16 other guys' hearts, you know, as, as the journey goes along. So that's a real, real tough thing for her to do. I wouldn't say I was scared, but, you know, it does get like because your feelings do get real and does get deeper and you do get more into it as it goes along do you keep in touch <laughs> uh no uh we we I've, like uh, we all have events some of us have put on events and stuff like that she does come out and join us oh, the other guys as well so yeah it's good to see her then you know mm-hmm. I, I wish nothing but the best for her you know it just wasn't meant to be at the end of the day and um you know maybe my princess is out there somewhere anyone's watching (laughs) (laughs) how did this show help you get to know about japan or parts of japan that you sort of didn't know before and you know that industry the talent industry in general yeah it's real um you know i haven't been anything involved with tv or the talent industry over here you know i'm just a simple rugby player over here just involved in sports and that that's about it just a one side kind of guy but getting involved in the production of the bachelor it's really introduced me to media tv talent social media and stuff like that like how really intense it is over here like you can build a massive brand off just being on tv just appearing on one commercial or getting involved with some type of company's products it's an intense industry. It's like a whole nother sport as well. Like that's what I think. Like you, you're competing against other people that try to get TV time or involved in media interviews, magazines, photo shoots. It's a real competitive industry, but I, I definitely enjoy it because I definitely, you involve like a production for a TV show or production for a interview or shooting a commercial or photo shoots. It's a whole group together and they all come together 
pretty much for you to pr- promote the product or promote you. And it's such a real good, fun, strict, but uh, it's a real fun environment that I really, at the moment, enjoy getting involved in. It's definitely helped that there's another side to Japanese culture, not just sport, but media work-wise as well, mm-hmm. TV industry. And that's uh, definitely opened up my eyes to like meeting new people, not just hanging out with rugby players or sport people. There's a lot more people out there in the world. and Yeah, we other... often hear about how small the rugby world is or, you know, everyone knows everyone. And yeah, yeah. you took a step into a completely different zone, which is this entertainment industry, yeah. media, all of that. And, yeah, it opened your eyes to, well, endless possibilities, right, with yeah. the media in Japan. Like, I don't think New Zealanders can just grasp just how many, for example, magazines there are in Japan. Yeah. Even women's magazines, there are, like, the one for the women in the 30s, one's for women in their 40s. Did you? I don't know if you've noticed this, Jade, and I certainly have. This is the one for women over 50. There's like yeah, a this... women's day for every age group, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just yeah. have women's day in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just know the women's day in New, in New Zealand magazine, which is the magazine <laughs> for everyone. But yeah, we're going to, we're shooting like maybe six different magazines all in one day. And wow. I have no clue which one is which, but... There's so many people out there that support different platforms and it's really cool to see how everyone gets a, around it and supports it. You also decided to take control of your brand a little bit. Yeah, I think, yeah. Since you, you started out and just sort of went with it for a while and then you decided to be a little bit more deliberate about what you're doing. So tell us a little bit about what you've been working on since then. Yeah, I've I've done quite a f- quite a few things at the moment. Working towards next year of like putting it all out there. So I've just I've created like a little community called like the Kuma family, which is like yeah, uh, your t-shirt there. You got yeah, your, yeah, I got brand, it on right branded here. Yeah. Gear on there, Kuma brand family. new clothes. Yeah, Yay, right here. Looks beautiful. Yeah, little rose that I drew. So this is a little. Uh, yeah, because rose is very important for you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So the symbol the of was it authenticity? Being was real and being real. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, something, and you know, family is uh, is real big to me. So I just, well, that's why I created a Beautiful. kind of a community after being on the Bachelorette, and then Kuma was something that I was named on the on the show. It was like you know, a big, big scary little guy, but he's just a little soft teddy bear on the inside. Oh, he looks so, scary on the outside, but yeah, he's soft, teddy yeah, bear. soft, yeah. soft teddy bear. Yeah. yeah, right. So that was um, nice. so I decided to create that little community and. At the moment, I've been putting on events where we can all get together and, you know, just meet and greet people that support me. Mm-hmm. They get to meet other people that support me. They can share the same conversation because, you know, they're all, yeah. at the end of the day, they're all part of the same community, which means that they can make friends within each other. So if we were to have another event, they don't have to come by themselves anymore. They just met That's some awesome. new friends. Mm-hmm. i done a training event a couple of months ago, which was real cool to gather together a whole bunch of people that love training we had about 29 females and one male so that was an awesome training event and uh actually just Saturday I'd done my second event which was a shukujikai which was uh, where I rented out a whole place where we just gathered together a whole group of people and we just ate food drank a lot of alcohol or soft drinks and played some bingo played some games good old bingo good yeah old yeah love a, a good bingo, a bingo yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. that's oh, japanese nice. culture there you go yeah yeah so yeah it got together a whole community funny story that i didn't think there was going to be many people so i just 
had plans to put on one with a max of 30 people. Mm. So I announced it on SNS and um, the site crashed in the first three minutes. <laughs> really? Yeah. And no way. I got a call like, uh, sorry, oh. we're going to need you to reset it. And I was like, oh, why? What happened? We had over 358 people trying to, uh, try to apply to be on for only 30 spots. And oh. that app had never had that type of numbers before. So, so you had to how many did you do so, some i'd only done one at the moment but i have to yeah. plan for, I'm, to I'm plan going for to the others that. so Ooh. i got another one on the 17th okay and then, uh, i'm going to plan to do some more next year so yeah I, that was uh that was intense but that, that just shows that the does, passion behind it? the people that you know support you like right and it doesn't have to be fancy. I mean, no, no, and yeah. dinner and drinking, soft yeah. drinks, or yeah, whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. That sounds like a fantastic because you're there. Yeah, yeah. And they so want I to just be part wanna, of your aura yeah. and your vibe yeah, and yeah. speak with you. The the soft teddy bear that you yeah. are, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was real cool. Like if one of thirty five, right. I'd sign up for that. You know, like yeah, you know, yeah. get to come and be one of thirty people in the room. It's not like three hundred, and then you're yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was a real, oh, real cool event on Saturday where we got a whole booked out a whole place ate delicious food and we just everyone just enjoyed each other's company and met friends it was kind of like a networking event kind of yeah. what i was trying to establish the central thing as you said it's you but the, and the people can meet other people and become yeah, yeah, yeah. a community of of like people who like yeah, you yeah, yeah. yeah so that was real uh cool Ooh. to Put on and Sweet. grateful for the people that I helped out. I was looking at your um, stories that people were posting about it and the looks on the faces of the fans. <laughs> they were so thrilled to be there. And so, like, for me, I was like, yeah, that would be if I was, like, in the same room with Bruno Mars. Sorry, Jaden, but you know, if I was in the same room, I <laughs> Who, would have that, that no. same look on my face. They were just so thrilled to be there. So it's it's really lovely that you understand that, their devotion yeah. and, and yeah, that yeah, you yeah. – uh, just really taking care of them in mm. the way that you can and understand that instead of just taking advantage of it. Let's just say. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just, because without those, without people that support me, you know, there wouldn't be no, there yeah, wouldn't be no yeah. Jay. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Kuma family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, family. Yeah. So I'm just grateful for their support. Yeah. And, you know, if there's anything, you know, time is, time is short, but whenever, if I do have time, I do want to, you know, give time back to these people as well, mm. which is why, you know, creating the event, those events of where we all just get together and network or clothing, you know, I've got, I've got a whole new line coming out next year. So tell us about that. What are that? Yeah. That so about? Uh, definitely expanding on my merch. So I just had t-shirts out initially and that was all gone. And <laughs> like, <laughs> That was just way awesome. awesome. Test the waters, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just out. thought, you know, and I done the first one. They're happy to test run. them for you yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my my initial time was just um I actually just done it all myself. Just I went to a local t shirt shop, I uh, drew out the design myself on a piece of paper, and which is this this design right here. So I just drew this out on a piece of paper. I took it to the place and I was like, can we can we make this like digital? And I want to put it on t-shirts and they're like yep but you'll have to print it on each t-shirt yourself Ooh. they'll give us the base of the design and you just print it out on yourself so oh. i was like you know my first initial t-shirt line i really wanted it to be me i really wanted to right. show that this is what i did and i each t-shirt that you get 
It's like from me. It's from my Whoa. hand. Like your bare hands, kind yes. of. Yes. Yeah. So bare really hands. Wanna... Yeah, exactly. Bare, bare hands. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Good one, Catherine. So, <laughs> thanks for that. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that was definitely a story behind it that I really wanted to show that each person that bought a T-shirt was, you know, it was literally like I made each T-shirt. So right. I made a whole, dropped a whole, whole bunch didn't sell it online either. I just decided to do it at my training event or if you came to my rugby game, I'll give it to you personally in hand. Wow. So it was kind of a way for them to come meet me as well. And I wanted to give each t-shirt, like sending it in the mail. People that are far, you know, I've that was real, uh, you know, unfortunate that because, you know, they might not be able to come and get it. Mm. But um, I really felt that, you know, because I made each t-shirt with hand, I really wanted to give it to them in person in hand and just really say, Thank you, because it was my first initial release of clothing. So that was uh, really cool to be able to do that. Oh and that God. was all gone. So I've decided to, <laughs> we're heading into winter over here. So definitely deciding to next year, starting next year, hopefully bring out a whole new line, which is pretty winter much. collection. Yeah, yeah. So we've got hoodies, mm. uh, like setups, like bottom and top, oh, long yeah. tees, and also a lot of my supporters, there's a lot of mothers out there, a lot of wives with kids. So I've decided to, you know, get the kids involved because, you know, it's, it is a family. It is Kuma family. So i got a kid clothing line coming out as well. So matchy, matchy. Matchy, yes. mum like and, mama and yeah. kids and, you know, mama family, the whole family. So everyone's it. got the Kuma family design. So hopefully get that all done and bring it out coming in hot next year. Yeah, it's it's really your fan base is really like all over Japan, right? It's not just people in Tokyo. I mean, here in Fukushima, where I live, which is you know not a big city, I said to someone, oh, "I'm going to be talking to Jaden from the Bachelorette too," and they go, oh, "I watched that, and and I loved him. He was great, and oh, he's so nice." And so people know you, right, all over Japan, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. it's just that you know it came out back in summer wasn't it august it was summer, 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 yeah. yeah so it's kind of gone by but yeah the fans still know you right so they're yeah really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, it's real mm. you know and they're, they're there to support you from there on out so i know this this won't last forever but so i'm going to enjoy it while it what it is what it is how it is now but um, let's see how it evolves right yeah like, so this is definitely it's, that, it's an opportunity yeah, yeah it's an opportunity right now to build onto something which was you know which was definitely my long-term goal of you know figuring something outside of rugby and i'm definitely enjoying it getting involved in tv and the media and also you know the merch the clothing line hopefully yeah. i can continue to expand this into more of you know why i graduated uni and a business management degree so we're trying yeah, yeah. trying to figure it all Just out as some we go. Of those things. Yeah, yeah but also it's great to have your face representing new zealand yeah, yeah. Um, as someone who can speak Japanese, right? Because you speak Japanese yeah. much better than you did when you got off the plane and yeah, yeah. graduated university and all of that. Because we don't have a lot of faces representing New Zealand. And, mm. you know, we have um, Jess, for example. She's amazing. But, yeah, more wonderful faces representing New Zealand on Japanese TV media is excellent. So thank you for representing New Zealand and being such a great jandal and representative of our country because you are representing New Zealand as well as yourself every time. Of course, of course. You know, I'm always a New Zealander New Zealander at heart, you know. Mm. New Zealander with a Japanese heart. So, you know, I definitely 
would like to expand more on, you know, representing New Zealand. Mm. You know, I definitely want to get involved in, you know, promoting the New Zealand culture to Japanese people. Mm. Um, you know, not just sport, not just my own Kuma family, but also New Zealand. Because New Zealand, we all know New Zealand's a beautiful country. It's a great country, best country in the world. And I definitely want to promote, use this image that I have right now to, as a New Zealander on the Japanese bachelorette to kind of expand for people to more recognize the New Zealand culture. Yeah. So in New Zealand, if you're listening, please yeah. sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> we also think please. we can hook you up. <laughs> you are, we can hook you up, definitely. Yeah. And we think yeah, you're doing it just being you. You're really yeah, showing yeah. how it is to be a wholesome New Zealand ambassador, and you really are doing that. You know, there's plenty of people who would want to work with you, we feel. Um, lots of our Jandals team, you know, we've had 20 Jandals out there on the network already. Yeah, uh, yeah. And we just think that you will find it will come to you. You've got an X factor. What else yeah, do you I've... think you need actually in Japan to be quite successful as a Kiwi here? Is there something or tips that you've picked up along the way? For me, I just always just like, you know, just be confident in, in yourself. Be confident in who you are as a person. Don't shy away. I think sometimes, definitely as Kiwis, sometimes we kind of we kind of have to keep it in it at times. But, you know, don't don't let that stop you from being who you are be confident if if you want to be out there be out there if you want to be honest just be honest like be that person own it and yeah. you know it'll take you somewhere have you got a kiwi fan base like apart from us two have you <laughs> got a fan have you got a fan base back in in aotearoa yeah so definitely pretty much my whole family back in um yeah yeah and yeah all my fam so um you know i was lucky enough to for the Amazon production team to send a subtitled version back to uh, New Zealand Great. for all my friends and family to watch. So oh, that um, is fantastic. That was real cool. And then once the story got out, you know, my mum being so proud as she is, she just <laughs> went and told the whole world. So, oh, good <laughs> and, on your mum. Um, awesome. So, you know, I was lucky enough to get interviews from radio stations back in the NZ. Oh, that wonderful. was a real good time. So tell us about some of these collaborations that you've got coming up. Something around, what is it? Mayonnaise and tomato sauce. Ketchup. Yeah, oh. uh, tomato sauce, yeah, tomato sauce. So on the TV show, there was a scene where karage, which is pretty much uh, like a mm. Japanese fried chicken. Karage is always real nice with mayonnaise. Mm. But what people don't know is it's even better with mayonnaise and tomato sauce mixed together mixed together so i decided to do that on the show and um everyone caught on to it and loved that scene yeah apparently it has a name called order sauce but little do they know it's actually called j sauce so uh, Mm. i decided to just to change that name all up and call it j sauce so hopefully i'll be working with a company called fitsuno shop where they have their own mayonnaise and tomato sauce ketchup line, which is uh, involved with a chef from Michelin star restaurant here in Japan. No so way. he has brought out his own line of mayonnaise and ketchup Woo. and works with Fitzinal company. So they asked me to work together in terms of uh, filming <laughs> commercial for them. So a little <laughs> advertising for their company. So I'm definitely looking forward to getting involved with that production and you know ultimate goal to bring out 
that line of J sauce though. Amazing. J-Sauce. Are they going to call it J sauce or are uh, you still working well, on that? Well, I hope so. I'm only working. It's just ketchup and mayonnaise, but. <laughs> but it's amazing that you combine that yourself in the show and then they're producing this and want to collab with you on yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, just great. That's really yeah, cool. So real grateful that they seen that and. Mm. <laughs> Uh, asked me to work together so yeah looking forward to you know shooting the video and production with them and you know hopefully we can build from there and bring out that j-sauce just any old supermarket brand mayonnaise either no no so that's really pricey ketchup and mayonnaise it's it's a real high priced product you know obviously if it's in a michelin star restaurant i've never been to one before but definitely looking forward to uh, once we do the filming, you can see you having and... a party, like a karage party, and, <laughs> and we're having Michelin that's the menu, right? Karage. You're having one yeah. of your chokuji kais, and that's one of the menu items. But the yeah, two yeah. products, yeah, that's it. what the fans want, they want to try the J sauce with the yeah, yeah. karage, right? The, yeah. I think it's just the name that brings it because, yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's actually quite, quite, it's built in labs, so scientific labs where we get mayonnaise Ooh. and ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so technical, but really it's just just two yeah, yeah. just two just smashed yeah. together. <laughs> Seems like it's built in labs and stuff like that. But they've got to have the correct, like the ultimate balance of mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah, it's up, definitely right? all in the wrist when you mix it together and stuff like that. Yeah. Little, you know, technique. Stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Fantastic! Such an inspirational story. Just taking those opportunities, putting yourself out there, being yourself. Look what you can achieve. And like when we met you and you said, you know, you're starting to take over your brand a little bit more and doing some things yourself, mm. experimenting, trying a few things, see if they work yeah, and try yeah. it again, do it a bit better. This is a really great recipe for success, I think. And just keeping going, lean into it. Yeah, and yeah, definitely. Yeah, look what, you can, look what you can do. That's such a great story. So where mm. can we all come and mob you next? Where's the next meetup? <laughs> Is it rugby? You're playing somewhere? Yeah, so I've got a I've got a game. My last season game is coming up on the tenth of uh, December. How about Do early twenty twenty three? Have you got anything going on there? <laughs> twenty uh so I'm actually going home at the for yeah. Christmas and New Year's break. I'll be going home for, so for a wee while. Be at home, everyone, if you want to come. Yeah, round. so if you want to come New Zealand, <laughs> yeah, just come over, come pop down to H Town. <laughs> I'm sure, you guys all know where that is, but. Yeah. Um, Heading on home. Haven't been home for a few years now, so oh, okay. yeah. definitely looking forward to going home and just re- refreshing. It's been an intense few months these last few months, and um, I've definitely working hard to put in things place for when I come back next year. So right up until the day I leave, you know, I'm trying to get all the foundations set so that when I come back after my break, after my free refresh time, we can get things up and rolling. So next year I'll be coming back home, hopefully end of January, start of February. Right. And a um, few appearances for basketball. I'll be mm. going to do a few basketball B-League halftime shows. So Ooh. if anyone really? likes basketball, cool. come on <laughs> out and watch yeah, me awesome. watch <laughs> me sh- shoot a few th- free throws or whatever that's called. <laughs> I don't know how it works, but um, I'll, be doing every- yeah, I'll, be, I'll be doing everything with my eyes closed. So don't worry, I'll be throwing it in okay. like that so wow um, cool yeah and then definitely we'll be coming back next year shinen kind i'm definitely mm. when i come back and here in japan we'll be starting up 
the new year with a few more events, you know, networking events, hopefully kind of expand it so that we can get, um, say, if I have a fan that has their own little company where we can set up a little environment where you can just network with each other mm-hmm. if it's with, with business Leverage. minds or sports yeah. minds, you know, just create a little environment where you can just come together and network, eat, drink, whatever you want to do. So hopefully coming in start of February we'll be looking at promoting all those new events and the clothing line. And yeah, see where it awesome. goes from there. Yeah, so we can follow all of this on your Instagram because you're quite active on there, eh? That's yep, where yep, you yep. put all this stuff. So yeah, if yep. anyone wants to see what's happening, keep up to date, it's all there to to check in on whenever you're listening to this episode. Yes. Wonderful. Anything else, Jaden? Anything you wanted to ask us? Uh, put me on the spot there. Um, (laughs) no, just keeping you on your toes. Yeah, yeah. No, just uh, just really grateful and thankful for for you guys for having me on your guys' awesome, you guys' awesome podcast channels in Japan. You know, I love what you guys do, and ever since the day that I met you guys at the uh, at the embassy, you know, you guys were just looking after me real well that day, and you know, I'm just so grateful that you guys have invited me on your guys' awesome platform. And I've been involved in a lot, but you know, I was really looking forward to looking forward to seeing you guys again today. And oh, hopefully we can hang out and do some more things together in the future. Yeah. We'll help you with the bingo. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'll definitely have to <laughs> get you guys involved, bingo. you know. I'd love we'd love to. It'd be quite yeah. really good fun. And yeah, yeah, yeah. meeting meeting um meeting the fans and stuff like yeah. that. I'll love you as well. So I'll definitely yeah. With you guys in the future, definitely would love to connect and do some more stuff with yeah, your ladies in the future. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully we can do something together. Well, thank you so much, Jaden. Congratulations, doing us proud. Thank you. Uh, we're really proud of you being a very successful jandal in Japan. And thanks so much for telling us about your great story, all the things that you're up to, uh, and sharing all your tips and um, fun and you know gorgeous teddy bear stories for us today really enjoyed it thank you so much no thank you guys i really really appreciate it thank you cheers Jaden. oh Jaden, what a sweetie you are and what a total kuma teddy bear teddy bear man yeah it totally shines through you know people might see you and think like a lot of people could do with all of us and i had that the other day some person said to me you're so scary i'm like actually i'm marshmallow and you're like that you're just a little kuma you're such a bear (laughs) soft bear you showed us that and you can tell why you've just done so well in japan and been very successful with the way that you're bringing your true self Mm. really yeah yeah that's really lovely loved it i think yeah taking those opportunities like how scary must it have been Mm. to be just like a kid back in New Zealand, here's a scholarship to go to Japan and to take that opportunity. And then you get here and it's not as great as you thought it was going to be and sucking it up and getting through that part, sticking yeah. it out yeah, to get through it. And now he loves it and he's is happy to be here, you know, eight, nine years later. All that structure that he had is gone. You know, the family, the, the school everything had disappeared and no language. I mean, I came here with language. It was hard enough to get oh, hell yeah. buy curtains and get electronic devices mm-hmm. and, and work out where the aircon was to bring heat during the winter time. Here we go with not having any Japanese and doing that. What a trooper. 
honestly. Then that opportunity that came along the TV appearance, and he's, I think he told us at the, at the embassy, he didn't really know what he was applying for mm. at the start. It was some kind of TV show where you needed to be a guy or something. Yeah, you have to be a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking for guys for a TV show is basically because they don't tell you, right, that it's for The Bachelorette because otherwise that sort of oh, apparently that causes that. sort of yeah. issues, right? Yeah, so that makes sense. You, until you get further along, you don't really know what you're applying for. Um, it's a bit vague. I think that's what he was saying. And so only when he got further along the process mm. did it become apparent what exactly this TV show was. I'm pretty that's sure, Jaden, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. And oh, then, yeah, yeah, just going through with it getting shipped off to it was it thailand they were for, for a few months while they were filming that wasn't filmed in japan it's filmed right, in thailand I right think. and so like going into this environment all japanese environment yeah mm. and doing that on tv yeah it was at a resort so they had to do yeah. all that nicely right warm rocked his summer summer vibe that he yes, likes yes, yeah yes. yeah that's really interesting isn't it but i think that he talked about going with the flow quite a few times mm. and how that part of his personality actually really helped him. If he'd overthought it, he wouldn't have applied. Hmm. Right? If he'd been too nervous, he wouldn't have. But he went with the flow. And I think yeah. it's brought, brought him so many good opportunities in Japan. Hmm. So yeah. as well as adjusting to the customs and things and the regimentary kind of approach as well that he said was important. But it seems, sounds like he's working both to his favor. Yes, yes. To make exactly. it work in Japan, right? Exactly. A mix of both. Yeah, people he knows love, how to do the, the schedule, yeah. stick to the schedule, yeah. show up to training on time, do but the stay training. stay true to self. Stay true to self, go with the flow, yeah. be, be you. And that's what people are really liking. Seeing I him. thought his um, dedication to the duty, and I think you called it the caring for other people as well, mm. seems to be yeah. something that's also a magic formula for him to be very much thinking about without them, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. Um, so he's really looking after his, as we might do clients or customers, they are his clients, his fans are his clients and customers, and he's really giving them top service and care. Definitely. Yeah. Like making those t-shirts. <laughs> wow. With his own bare hands. Yes. I love it. <laughs> that was so cute. Who would have I was thinking, that? why would you do that? And now I get it. Okay. It's that extra level of care and yeah. his fans would have loved it to Another know point. that he had touched that t-shirt and given it to them in person how easy it would have been to say oh this is too yeah, much just i'm not gonna do it just buy from... it you know just order and pay and there you go but he's doing that extra extra care and breaking <sighs> that app system with his bookings getting oh, overloaded that's so that's so hilarious yeah. so funny uh, what a great problem to have yeah Wow, yeah. <laughs> There's so much there. Obviously, he wants to work with others as well and do lovely collaborations. He's given us so many examples. So uh, if there's anyone listening, and we know that lots of people who love New Zealand and Japan listen and would love to collaborate with him, mm. I think it's a really great opportunity waiting there. And I know he'll be selective too, what he chooses. Yeah, wow. no, I think it's fabulous to have more diverse and caring faces of New Zealand becoming popular in Japan. We will be keeping you an eye on you, Jaden. So you will be. Mm, behave yourself. Keep, <laughs> be good. Keep Be good. I know you will be. And we yeah. will be keeping in touch with you. And definitely uh, anytime you want some time out or some fan, other fans that are a little bit different, you know, you've got us on your yes. side anytime. Hang out with some Kiwis. We'll keep, yeah. you, keep you humble. Keep yep. you humble. <laughs> Thanks so much. That was wonderful, wasn't it, oh, Jane? Awesome. Yeah. yeah. What a great jandal in Japan. So 
have a merry christmas everyone because this is our last episode before winter holidays uh, and summer holidays for those of you listening in new zealand get your jandals out go to the beach i won't be i'll be (laughs) sitting in my kotatsu which is the heated coffee table keeping warm eating my mandarins and whatever else it is we do (laughs) oh we watch a lot of tv don't we over new year catherine you're heading to new zealand lucky yes if you're lucky you might be on those kiwis heading back might be on the same flight as catherine it could be like a jandals reunion flight that would be fun I'm not going to tell you the flight, but if you see me, <laughs> give me a shout out, tap yeah. me on the shoulder and we can do something online, on the online, on board. Well, it will be, <laughs> yeah, we can do something on board and see what happens. Awesome. Thank all you. right. See you Thanks, in the everyone. Next year. Thanks for all your support, everybody. We'll catch you around the corner in 2023. Awesome. See you. Bye. listening make sure you check out our guests links in the show notes this podcast is brought to you today by Catherine o'connell law and pod launch with jane if you have a great story you think should be on the show come and find us on linkedin or instagram we'd love to hear from you see you next time matane